0: we're rolling. John. Oh, you're not going to say it? I'm I, not going to say I, it. I was
1: waiting for it. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Elbows Tight Podcast. Oh, well, thank you, Jonathan. I'm done saying it. All right. <laughs> How you been, man? Long time no see. It has been a while. I think uh, we've been exceptionally busy as of late.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, it's I, I see John every, every day because John now lives literally a stone's throw away from me.
1: I am across the street. Like L- literally, literally, across, literally the street. across the street. Yeah, so. But now it's nice because he sees how busy
0: I am. He's like, damn, that dude's just getting home? Yeah. No. no,
1: no, no. No? All right, bummer. I'm so
0: busy, I don't even see. I'm like, I'm like oh, the tears are home. I
1: just see him, like, chasing his new his kids everywhere, you know, oh, Car- carrying yeah. kids, chasing kids, changing um, diapers.
0: Yeah, my house is, like, so crazy right now. It looks like we're tweakers because there's, like, shit everywhere. <laughs> I'm sure you guys at home can attest when, when you have a newborn, toddler, teenagers. Like, life just gets so freaking crazy so quick. You, and, and the days just fly by. Like, I can't believe today's Friday already when we're recording this Friday.
1: Yeah, you know, it's interesting not knowing the the real age group of our audience, right? Like, some guys are gonna like, hell no, I ain't got no family yet. And some are probably like, oh, I get it. I get it.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I wonder what, what are your guys' age groups at home? Because uh, I think our YouTube uh, analytics say most of you are between 24 and 35. So if you guys have kids, let me know. Like, how do you guys handle like training and and jujitsu and your kids and and jobs and whatnot? Because right now having a one month old as of this moment in recording, <laughs> I have a one month old, eighteen month old, and a thirteen year old. In it is crazy, man. Holy crap! I still get to train. I train usually. We have more classes now too. That's a new thing that just happened at the school. Now we have a. A fundamentals class. We talk about it all the time. How important a fundamentals class is. Our school recently started a fundamentals class. It started a uh, Saturday no gi also. So that's pretty cool. I've been going to Tuesday Thursdays gi, Saturday no gi. So except for to this weekend because I might be busy. But I
1: think I need the. I probably need the fundamentals at this point. It's been six months since I've rolled.
0: You know. Has it been that long? Six months already. Yeah, the
1: surgery was in November, and I had to stop two or three weeks before the surgery.
0: Holy crap.
1: It feels like forever. I'm going to die next week.
0: I, I definitely think you're going to die. No, oh, I'm going to. <laughs> I'm going to.
1: But, I mean, it'll be interesting, too, because with my own kids, uh, they got driver's ed three days a week, and, you know, that's right during class time, so I've got to work around that. It's going to be interesting.
0: Yeah, and that's the whole part about, like, I think another benefit of this podcast is I don't feel like a lot of other jujitsu podcasts talk about the like daily struggles of being – Uh, hobbyist practitioner (laughs) for sure (laughs) and and, and having to take care of your kids or stuff like that like that's such an insightful thing i would love to hear from other successful practitioners on like how like matthew gillette talked about a little bit right like Mm -hmm. he talked about how he always has to put his families first before he can train and then his free time goes towards towards uh training and getting better for you know competition stuff like that but i'm like man my daughter gets a new diaper, you know, once every hour or two, like sleeps, <laughs> eats once every two, three hours. My my toddler is like bouncing off the walls right now. And then my thirteen year old I can't even get a smile out of.
1: So what do you do if like uh, it's you know, it's five o'clock, you need to head to class and your significant other's like, We need to clean the house.
0: Oh, then you don't go to class. <laughs> right what, what do you do that's it for those guys out there that's a test <laughs> listen to me i failed it before <laughs> like you ain't going nowhere you might as well put that bag right back in the closet it literally just happened to me the other night like i was like i was like all right i'm gonna head out to jiu-jitsu and my wife was like the house needs to be cleaned i was like all right looks like i'm staying home for jiu-jitsu
1: <laughs> yeah i mean is, and is is your coach understanding you know what i mean like, yeah yeah know?
0: i think i think it really depends on your your coach right because getting life in the way like our professor talks to me about it all the time he's like he's like look you know you you are being more consistent but i know your life is crazy with kids and everything like that and i i did just finish my last assignment for my bachelor's degree so now i'm officially done with college so that's a huge thing off the table too so but you know it's like if you have that mutual like understanding between you your academy and you knowing that like hey look like I wish I could be here more. I wish I could dedicate more time to this. Like when I'm here, I'm here, but I, I just like life. I keep saying it. Life is just nuts, man.
1: I guess that's why it's a long haul, right? Yep. Nothing's easy in life or jujitsu. Yeah. So both of them are huge time commitment. Yeah,
0: I know, I know. And it's like, the, by the time like I get a black belt, uh, my kids are going to be, you know, colored belts in jujitsu also. You know, so it's going to be kind of cool because my. My toddler and my baby girl, they're both gonna be, be in it. I'm gonna actually probably get my toddler in it here pretty soon. Just take him to the mat and have them like That's, play on the mat and get comfortable with it.
1: I figure by the time you get that that high up, I'll be getting my at least my second stripe on my blue belt. Yeah, yeah, so. you might
0: be getting your blue belt again. I mean, maybe at this point. At this point, you know, I might have to turn it back in when I go back to class. It's kind of like when uh, Professor John first showed up, and you're like, yeah, you could just, yeah. I, yeah I don't, I, just I don't. just take it.
1: Whatever. <laughs> we could start over at this point. I'm fine with that.
0: So, he actually handed out stripes the other day. What? Yeah, yeah. There's a couple of people in our academy that, that got some stripes. Nice. And uh, everyone was like like that's it feels so good like thank you so much because it's been so long since the adults class have been promoted so they're like holy crap like it it hasn't no one's been promoted since sean took over not not a single stripe has been given out well i take that back we had one promotion and i think one person got a belt and like one person got a stripe oh good good which was billy got his brown belt so yeah that's true but what what are you most excited for about coming back after a long haul injury Uh, you know, I'm excited to hang out with the
1: fellows again and, uh, I'm interested to see, you know, for me, I've learned that if I stop doing something for a while and then I jump back into it, I really see how much I retain, you know? So I'm, I'm interested to see what I've, what I've retained and what I haven't, but I'm also going into it a little differently. This go around, I'm not gonna, I'm not going to roll as hard and, uh, I'm going to be a little bit picky on who I roll with. Yeah, uh, and I think I'm just doing that now for injury purposes.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, Professor Sean, in the middle of class, at the end of class, he he told everyone like, "Look, if I don't roll with you, it's nothing personal. I just don't want to roll with you." Like some some nights my body can take it, some nights my body can't. Like, and I and you know recently I've really seen a lot of like jujitsu uh, accounts like. Uh, black belts and stuff like that Talk about how Like it's okay to deny someone Like you don't want to roll with them Like you shouldn't feel bad Because you're like Look man I appreciate you offering me a roll But you're a little bit too much For me right now And I'm really not in the mood to, to to fight a ninja
1: Yeah look I was thinking about it I was like I need a rash guard Or maybe I'll take a sharpie And write it on my hand Or something Handicap? That says no ego oh. When I go in there Because it's hard for me to say no When somebody wants to roll you Yeah know, it, you know, I get competitive, and I, yeah. I need to not do that is yeah. the whole thing.
0: What are, you, what are you going to work on when you first get back? Like, what is, is it going to be defense? Are you going to, like, just pure technique? Or, like, what are you, what are you going I, to try to work on?
1: So, honestly, when I was thinking about it, I was like, man, I really need to start working on my timing. And I know you might think that's a little weird, right? But no. uh, So me and Travis are doing this thing now that we're neighbors where one move a day on the chessboard, mm-hmm. right, one move a day. So it's going to take forever to finish a game. But then I started thinking about it, and I was like, "Man, you know what my problem is? Is I'm I'm waiting too long when I'm rolling or when I'm in class, right? Yeah, I need to immediately just make the move, like stop thinking about it, you know, yeah. and, just, and just be quicker and be quicker. And uh, that's something I'm I'm gonna try to focus on.
0: Yeah, Zach Miller kind of talked about that, right? It's like uh, the uh, indecisiveness, or was it Zach that talked about it? One of our guests talked about you know being more aggressive and like just like just attack, you know what I mean? Like, it's okay to, it's not okay to like, just sit around. Like you want to, you want to move, you want to like, uh, progress. You don't want to just accept the position and whatnot. Like, you know, it's like what you're talking about, you know? So it's, I don't think it's weird to say you want to work on timing at all, yeah. Because it's definitely something that I need to work on too. Because sometimes I'll get in a bad position, I'll just be like, I'm just gonna. I know I need to do this, but I'll just hang out for a second. Like, do you guys experience that at home? Let us know, because sometimes if I'm in like half guard, I'm like, I'm gonna hang out for a second and miss my opportunity.
1: Yeah, or you you, just that thinking upon it, it's already it's already moved on. You know that the window's gone.
0: Yep, absolutely. What are you most nervous about?
1: Uh, you know, it's going to be funny when I say this, but the warm-ups. I know everybody's like, what? But look. those Warm-ups are stupid, bro. Those forward rolls and stuff like that. I'm like, man, I don't even know if my shoulders are even going to be able to take something like that right now. Yeah. I can't really guard that kind of stuff when we do warm Like, you know, we do a million push-ups. Yeah. Like, I don't even know if I can do two right now. So uh, Honestly, we haven't
0: been doing that kind of warm-up
1: lately. Well, that's perfect.
0: Yeah. I mean, we still do the... The, you know, the very general warm-up of running around in circles, yeah. you know, hip escapes up and down the mat sometimes, or sometimes we just circle up and do uh, a little bit of calisthenics and a little bit of stretching, and, and then mm. class starts, so...
1: Because you just spent, what, a, a couple weeks on uh, bolos right?
0: Yeah, we spent two weeks on bolos and... That would,
1: that would, like, that would be something I wouldn't be interested in. <laughs> like if I come back and I'm like, no, I'm, no.
0: So I thought the same thing, especially after the first day, I was like, man, Baron Bolo's are just not my thing. It just doesn't work for me. I, I don't even know why I'm trying to do this. By the end of the two weeks though, like I figured out how my body needs to do it. Mm. You know what I mean? I figured out my feet positioning, how I need to invert and whatnot. And it got a whole lot easier, but. Will I use it? Probably. I'll use it every once in a while. Like I don't. I still don't think my body. I have short, thick legs, so it's hard to like hook legs when when I'm inverting and and whatnot. Cody's really good at it. Obviously, Cody has really long legs. Our our brown belt yeah. the s- school owner. And some people were great at it. And I used to think I wasn't able to invert and get my toes to the ground because like I got a little bit of a belly on me. But Cody pointed out, he's like, I don't think it's your belly. Like, you joke like saying it's your belly, but I think it's literally just your lumbar. Your back is just doesn't have the flexibility right now. And I was mm-hmm. like, well, shit, I sit a lot, so that's probably why. So I think that's something I need to work on is just my general flexibility, you know. Have you guys tried barrel bowling at home? That shit is hard sometimes, man. Like
1: <laughs> Well, I find it works for me when somebody walks over and then they grab me and move me like yeah. I'm supposed to move. I'm like, oh okay, that,
0: that's how it's ah, supposed to move. Oh, I got it. I got that it. That makes sense. Yeah, but you know. Man, it's been a while since it's just been us too on on this, man. Like we've had so many guests, like uh when was the last time shoot, and uh the cauliflower ear episode, right, where we talked about is it hot that chicks has cauliflower ears? Like, yeah, that was hotter. Last, n- yeah, yeah. God, that was psh, end of last year. It's been a while. Before your injury.
1: Yeah, before the before the surgery. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. So, what what was your favorite most recent episode that interview that we've had? Uh,
1: the doctor was his name Neil Morris. Neil, huh? Morris. Neil Morris. Yeah, I episode. really enjoyed that one, and I went and bought all the supplements he <laughs> talked about in that one. Uh,
0: I enjoyed his episode so much. I'm actually having a consultation with him next week.
1: Yeah, I I thought his was very insightful i thought the knowledge was good and i was like man that's some things that we can do you know on our own yeah so
0: that was nice yeah i liked it who was your least favorite i'm just kidding <laughs> my least favorite no.
1: <laughs> i don't really have a least favorite i think every uh, every time we have someone on i think they you know their insight their point of views it's always good and honestly it's always a little motivating when we get yeah done. you know it's like all right you know i needed to hear that and it's time to get back into the gym
0: yeah, I definitely appreciate hearing other people's journey and and stuff through jiu-jitsu. I, the only thing honestly to be real with you guys at home, I feel kind of bad because we've been interviewing colored belts like, you know, purple and above for so long. I feel like we're kind of losing our roots a little bit on how we started this or why we started this podcast. If you guys don't feel that way, we can keep interviewing, you know, black belts, brown belts and like all these people, but uh I definitely want to talk to like a blue belt white belt you know someone that that is experiencing going through the trenches the same way we are right now because we haven't done that in a while
1: yeah there's a couple i'd like to talk to especially some of the couple year white
0: belts yeah (laughs) you know get where they're at mentally and and see what's going on see where they're at check in with them there's definitely some people on social media too that we talk that i talked to that i'm like i want to talk to this person and get their get their story so if you guys have any uh guest ideas please let us know because we would love, 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 love to talk to these people. Because honestly, like the podcast has been doing so good lately, it's insane, man. Like we j- we just got picked up by Manscaped for another go around. So thank you guys at home for using our code and sharing our videos and liking our content. Because uh, because I'm a horrible actor. For no, one. John's great. No. Yeah, he's so good. Like, <laughs> what's so funny is everyone hit us up and was like, "Do those those uh." Those Manscaped promos are, are hilarious. If you guys didn't see them, they're on our Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, all of them. So they they were pretty funny. And John and I have some more in our in our mind that were coming up. So, but speaking of Manscaped, it's a great product.
1: It is a great product. I use it. Yeah. I mean, I use all the stuff they gave us, and now I'm like, I look for it every morning. You know, I'm like, yeah. I'm digging it.
0: Yeah. I, I, quick promo. We'll do the a my, little promo real quick.
1: My wife likes it too, by the way.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Wait, does she sp- use it?
1: No, I mean, it, <laughs> she said they're they're super smooth. Ah, yeah, it's there you nice, go. It's nice. you're like,
0: thank, thank you like, thanks, yeah. Manscaped. Yeah. Yeah. No, man, like yeah. I always t- joke when the the Clippers are great. If you guys are at home and you're and you're on the fence about the Clippers, the Clippers are phenomenal. The Lawnmower Four is great. They have the ceramic blades, waterproof technology. They are fantastic. Absolutely great. But my favorite thing are the accessories, like the the crop preserver, the for ball sure. deodorant. Like those are those are my favorite thing, especially uh, for jujitsu. Because if you put the the crop preserver on, it's like an anti chafing, which really helps when you're running or you're doing jujitsu or something like that. And it makes sure that you know sometimes things like to stick down there, like you know what I mean. Sometimes they're a little smelly, and you got to go do something, huh. and you you feel disgusting afterwards. I'm
1: but. not bullshitting. I have tapped. By smell alone. Yeah,
0: like, yeah. I and have it,
1: fed a submission so I can get out yeah. of the role.
0: My ball smells so good now. People are like, <laughs> "That's great." <laughs> Do
1: you like north south?
0: <laughs> no, but if you guys want, you get with a uh, code ETP twenty at checkout. You get twenty percent off and worldwide shipping uh, for free anywhere in the world. And, and that also, my wife kept wanting me to say that it does work on on sale. Uh, items, so if it's on sale and you know it's discounted, oh. you put ETP twenty on it, and you get an extra twenty percent off and free shipping, local, uh, U.S. and internationally. So if you guys want to go check it out, please go ahead and use our code. There's more on there than just trimmers. I'm telling you, there's they have lip balm, they have underwear, they're boxers absolutely great i love their boxers i always meant, forget to mention their boxers those things are great man
1: well they're great for uh definitely working out you don't have to worry about anything um popping out of those yes yeah.
0: yeah they they're they're kind of a uh, like a thick silky i don't want to say silky but they're like very soft but they they're snug and they're fantastic so if you want to also get something for your loved one you, you guys can use code etp20 at checkout for 20% off and free shipping so that's a quick promo for that. And like I said, we got picked up again for them and so now we're 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 working with Manscape for a long term. So thank you guys. I, I I it's so weird to think we're coming up on 3 years. That's unbelievable. June 11th is 3 years of doing this podcast. And if you would have told me 3 years ago we would be where we are now i would have not have ever guessed it
1: it's the only other thing i've done for three years that's kind of a hobby is jiu-jitsu yeah like, i know that's
0: it. and you're not nearly as successful as this podcast <laughs> I what you're 100
1: <laughs> percent. I, I will agree to that i got no problem with that
0: but it's it's so cool man like we've got to talk to people that we've literally followed since the beginning of jiu-jitsu like roy dean chad west smith jason kalipa uh, Nathan Orchard. I never thought in a million years I would sit across the table from Nathan yeah. Orchard and have a beer with him and BS. Um, Who would have thought
1: we'd ever meet any of these people? I know. You know? We're right. Pa- we're paying for their their
0: stuff. You know. And yeah. Then and then yeah. we're
1: talking to them. That's fantastic. Yeah.
0: So it's it was it was it's so humbling that people are. Giving us the time to listen to us and whatnot, like I, I don't want to sound like a broken record. I, I'm always saying thank you to you guys, but truly, man, like it's great. Like the YouTube's doing good, the social media is doing good, man, and because of that, we are getting sponsors and whatnot. But we're always looking for more sponsors. If John and I could turn this into a day job, you would be able to hear our annoying voices even more often. Yeah, that's true.
1: <laughs> you know, <laughs> it, it would be interesting, and and you know, Travis is like a professional editor at this point.
0: Man, I put so much effort into all of our content, man. I mean, maybe you should have got your college degree in that. You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know. I think uh, Professor YouTube taught me a lot of jujitsu and a lot of <laughs> editing. I'll tell you that. If I have a question about anything, YouTube is the way to go. And quick plug for one of our episodes, Jordan Pressinger. Uh, Jordan teaches jiu jitsu on YouTube. If you guys haven't listened to that episode, another that is our all-time most downloaded episode, and there's a reason. It is great, man. Holy crap, that was another very very good interview. Sometimes we 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 inter- we talk to these people to and this is no disrespect to any guest, but we talk to we we ask these people to come on and sometimes you know a lot about them, sometimes we don't know too much about them, and we're always like, "Ah, is this going to be a good interview?" And every single time, every guest has been a phenomenal interview. And sometimes they're even better than we expect. You know what I mean? Like, you're like, this is going to be a good interview. And then we're done. And we're like, holy crap, that was a good freaking interview, man.
1: Yeah, and I think we've learned a bit over the years on how we can be better when we're, we're hosting the guests. And we figured out it's definitely bad to do during the week after work. Yes, because
0: we're both exhausted, and it just you know, but we've yeah. learned now. Yeah, Fr- Fridays are great because we can relax. Yep, Sundays are usually our recording days mm-hmm. because we we don't really our plates are usually pretty clean on that. Uh, Sundays were usually my school days, but now they don't. I don't have school anymore, so I ain't really got to worry about that. So,
1: and, you know, I've heard uh, I've had a lot of people ask me about podcasts lately and how to really? start them. Maybe you should do like uh, some some tips for people that are interested in oh, starting a podcast. Man like right now like if somebody came if i was like hey man i'm thinking about doing a podcast on book reviews any any recommendations on equipment or well yeah
0: I'll... outsource everything <laughs> uh, use your phone outsource everything i'll tell you what man it is hard what's funny is uh jiu jitsu Dummies just posted a reel where they talk about like the uh, someone asked like hey i want to start a podcast do you have any tips he's like yeah don't start a podcast it's really hard <laughs> it is true it's like I didn't think that it was gonna be as much work as it is when we first started, you know, and then as we started to grow, we wanted to expand our reach more and more, so we had to take on more and more content, right? So we, we started doing video, we started doing social media, right? We started blogs, like uh YouTube. Did I say YouTube? hmm Yeah. So we you know, putting out extra content and then we were like, Okay, well, our podcast is a very narrow reach. Like We should probably start thinking about how we can reach practitioners that don't listen to the podcast so we can help them also. So that's when we started doing the extra content on YouTube, like our nine gift guides for your beginning grappler and all our YouTube clips and stuff like that. So it's just a lot of work. And my recommendation for anyone that wants to start a podcast is if you don't have the skills— Right away, that's okay. You can always use a website like Fiverr to hire like an editor or something like that to get your stuff up and running. And if, if you and they're usually relatively cheap. If you find the person that you want, so it's a scale like you can get like ten dollars an episode up to like hundred fifty dollars episode. That have been me, $10. yeah, ranting. But so, I would say outsource everything unless you absolutely want to learn how to do all this stuff. I love tech. I love editing. I love content creation, so everything that you see, I've just worked my butt off to get it to where we're at. And I'm never really happy with it. I'm always like watching our own stuff, and I'm like, man, I could have done this differently. I could have done that differently.
1: He's tried to teach me several times. Yeah, but, you know, John, I can't
0: even set up the podcast. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some of us
1: are techie advanced, and some. Of I'll tell us you aren't. what,
0: though, you know, I always joke about like, like you know, me having to do the stuff on the back end. But this podcast wouldn't be the same if you weren't on it. So. Well, like,
1: thanks, man. But you do a great job too.
0: No, I mean, I just talk too much.
1: No, not at all.
0: Yeah, you no. know, it's like I just you, I behind the scenes. It and, makes
1: me sound smarter if I let you do most of the talking
0: and I just throw out like one little. Are tidbit. you saying I sound stupid? I didn't say that at all. Do I sound stupid? No, you don't sound stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but if you want to start a podcast and you want serious advice and and guidance, uh, hit me up on Instagram at elbows type pod. I I am willing to talk to anyone and help anyone. To start a podcast, one of my best friends from the Navy, he saw that we had a podcast and it was being successful, and so he's like, "Well, tr- if Travis can have a podcast, I can have a podcast." And I don't really know if that was like an insult or not, <laughs> but now he has a po- he has two podcasts. You know what I mean? Anyone can start a podcast if you can think of a topic that you want to d- do, you can start a podcast. The only thing I would steer away from is general like general conversation podcast, just because there's so many out there. You want to find your niche. You want to find what you want to talk about, whether it's jujitsu and then, or whether it's content creation, 3d printing, like book clubs, whatever it is, you want to find your niche and then narrow your topic down as much as you possibly can. For us, we're trying to target the beginning practitioner, the white and early blue belts, Right? The people that are going through those struggles, still trying to figure out their jiu-jitsu and their, their game and everything like that. That's who we're trying to target. So just, just some of those things. If you honestly want to do it, just know what you want to talk about and who the person you want to talk to, like the exact person, like if you could For draw sure. them. <laughs> so, but yeah, that's a good question, man, because I like talking to people, especially other podcasters, on how they do their stuff. And when they're, they're more successful and larger than we are, Cause I'm like, man, what are they doing that I can implement for us?
1: Yeah, I remember when you and Roy were talking about the cameras. I was yeah, like, I was
0: like, look at these two geeks.
1: they <laughs> they know exactly. They're talking about lenses and all this. I'm, I'm over here like,
0: hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's like if you go through our like Instagram DMs, like all the people that we I talk to is. Our podcasters or content creators and whatnot. And I'm always asking them the questions about what gear they use, how they edit, like what software they use. Uh, If they hire people, how do they hire people? How do they make money? That's like the biggest thing that I'm trying to figure out right now is how the hell to make money. Uh, Manscaped, uh, we are on on a paid contract with them. Luckily, this is our first paid thing. Uh, It's not very much. But it is enough to pay for our subscriptions and stuff like that. So that's freaking cool. So now I'm like, we can do it. Like, We can freaking do it, man.
1: Yeah, we don't have to keep tapping the acorns.
0: Yeah, I don't even have acorns anymore. Right? <laughs> that shit's in a squirrel's jaw somewhere. It's gone. <laughs> I'm just trying to save my marriage with how much money I just right, think. <laughs> right, right. Look, I
1: just need to get one more thing.
0: One more thing. Well, honestly, we haven't upgraded anything in here in a long time. So, And we don't need
1: to. Yeah, no, everything's great.
0: Pe- people always tell us that we have supreme... Uh, quality, which is very, very cool because we put a lot of effort into it. John may not know a lot of the technology stuff, but John does know quality. And he does know when our shit sounds good and when it doesn't, and when we have good interviews and when we don't. So that's what you contribute,
1: man. We need to get a good beer sponsor if we got any beer listeners out there
0: hey what's the beverage of the day today then
1: it's the big wave golden ale from kona brewing company and it's really good we're trying to like watch the stomach so we're trying to lay off the ipas a little bit and go a little bit
0: lighter yeah i literally haven't been wanting to drink ipas lately because (laughs) they're just like you go through those phases right you're like like i'm gonna drink porters and stouts now i'm gonna drink bud lights now i want to drink ipas now i want to drink hefeweizens you know what i mean like the extremes and whatnot of what your your palate is—is is that, is that how
1: yours is? Mine goes by like putting on my jeans. Like once I can't like snap them comfortably, I'm like, all right, it's it's time to go to like a lighter beer. Yeah,
0: you know? <laughs> I mean, I've, I've been fat for a while, so it's like <laughs> that—that's been out of my mind for a while now.
1: <laughs> like no more IPAs this
0: month. I think. Well, yeah, IPAs, man, they're so good though. But they
1: they are, but man, it's like it's ugh, like one of those is like a full meal.
0: Yeah, very true. And it's like when, when you go to class. We did this after the Nathan Orchard, uh, podcast or Nathan Orchard seminar. We we had beer right after Right? Could you imagine us sitting there with like a thick IPA?
1: No, no.
0: What did we have? I don't remember. Uh,
1: we had some Ridge Tops. Yeah, that's what it was. Um, yeah, Ridge Top Reds. I think we had some Ridge Top Reds. Uh, man, they make
0: some good beer. Man, Ridge Top, hit us up.
1: Yeah, Silver City, <laughs> phenomenal.
0: Yeah, no, I, but, you know, do you guys like to drink after, like, when you get home from jiu-jitsu, if you, like, have a good training session? Because sometimes when I get home, I'm like, man, that was, I'm exhausted, I take a shower, maybe have a shower, beer, you know what I mean? <laughs> and then I hang out on the couch, watch TV with the family, and usually fall asleep on the couch because I'm so freaking tired, but do Bro, you guys drink after afterwards?
1: I have a seat in my shower now,
0: so it's like,
1: I can sit and drink my beer. In Where's your life
0: alert at, though?
1: It's on my wrist. <laughs>
0: <laughs> is it? Is it one of those? Uh, those, hey, if I like, if I fall, just call nine one one. Is it one of those like tub chairs, like where they hey, have who, like the who cares? That it's, you open not, it's
1: like teak wood. It's really nice.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, that's funny, man. Are you gonna compete again once you you get fully recovered? I don't think so.
1: Yeah i don't uh I'd like to keep doing this, you know, like I have to start thinking uh you know like how long right? I don't want to break down too much and then I, I can't do it anymore,
0: yeah, that's a good point. I've been going back and forth about competing. I had to back out in my last tournament because it was so close to my wife's due date, and uh I was like,, ah, I don't really think me driving three hours to this tournament and then being there for five hours and then driving three hours home is conducive to a wife that's you know at term so <laughs> I was like, oh, well, maybe she didn't have the baby then. She was five days late, but, I mean, I wouldn't have known that. I didn't want to risk it, you know, for a $5 medal, maybe a broken arm. So. Well,
1: like I said, I'm shifting my my, uh, my strategy, my thoughts, you know. The way I was training before where I wanted to win, all, you know, like. Yeah. I'm not going to so much focus like that when I go back. It's yeah. going to be more like uh, two to three days a week and just going to class and – uh Doing it for the calories and learning, and not so much the winning.
0: Yeah, who said that for do it for the cal Wasn't that Jordan? Jordan, President? yeah, yeah.
1: And, I, and it stuck with me. Yeah, you know? anytime I don't want to do something now, like get up at four a.m. and run on the treadmill, it's just like I just tell myself, just do it for the calories. Do it for
0: the calories, man. That's yeah. what I need to do. Not eat for the calories, but like <laughs> exercise. That's just, that's <laughs> the only
1: reason I'm doing it is like just do it for the calories. Do it for the calories. Just get up.
0: Yeah. You know? Recently. uh, I, stopped, I kind of stopped doing my juggernaut strength and conditioning program just because our garage is a hot mess. We have a shed coming on the way that we can then we can open up the garage. Too much information. You guys don't really care. But so we, our home gym is kind of like packed away right now with just stuff all around it. So we started doing CrossFit. Lordo and I started doing CrossFit again. Bro. Smoking I'm, you? am hurting. I'm over here rock, walking like Ric Flair. Like <laughs> What? If I
1: even hear wall <laughs> balls, I'm like, Ugh.
0: yeah, yeah. No, it's uh, it's it's nice being back and working out like regularly because we're on baby leave. But man, my body, my you know, my mind is telling me no. What are you
1: gonna do when you gotta go back to work? In, in case people don't know, in the federal government now, you get twelve weeks 12 off.
0: Twelve weeks. I have twelve paid weeks.
1: That is unbelievable. It yeah. almost makes me want to have more kids, but yeah. I'm not.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I. Uh, when I go back, I don't know, man. It's going to be weird having to pick up two kids instead of one. Yeah. You know, putting two kids down for a nap. It's like, I don't even want to think about it. That's two months away. <laughs> you got to be stressing out over here, Jonathan. I'm like trying to play it out in my head. It's like, what am I going to have to do when jujitsu comes around? Like,
1: Something to tell people, just sleep. Sleep as much as you can before you have those babies.
0: yeah. Oh. Yeah. People always say, "No, nah, I don't need to sleep yeah, right now. Like, I'll, sleep I'll be when, fine. I'll be fine. I'll, I'll mm-hmm. sleep when I'm dead." Like, no, nah, you're gonna feel dead when you have them kids. <laughs> Let me True. tell you, so I, 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 didn't think it was gonna affect me uh, as much as it did for this go around because it's so close to the other baby. But I would be in class, and I'm like, I literally can't move. Like, I'm so dead. Like, I, I am literally just sitting here dying. Yeah, you know. So that's a that's one thing that sucks really bad, but. Uh, Aria, our baby girl, our newborn, she is so much easier than Kale, our toddler. <laughs> she sleeps by herself already at one month. And, you know, she's, she sleeps throughout the day pretty regularly. You know, they go through those moments when it's like, I ain't sleeping, motherfucker. Get, get your face out. <laughs> so you all have
1: work, jujitsu, kids, working out,
0: and just general life, man. Yeah, yeah. But no college.
1: Well, there's one thing off the plate. And
0: podcast. Don't yeah. forget we're doing the podcast, dude. Yeah. So, but yeah, I don't know, man. It's uh, it's been it's been a fun, fun, fun couple months. Fun three years. Coming up on four years in jujitsu too. Damn. I think May is four years.
1: Well, that's crazy. It's crazy. man. Hope we have a barbecue or something.
0: Probably not. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> so if there's a hey, if there's anyone that you guys want us to talk to at home or a topic you want to talk about want us to talk about at home, please let us know. Someone one of our listeners sent me an article where it was talking about a man at a Costco gas station, ended up getting two men ended up getting a fight. One guy punched the other one in the face, the guy that got punched fell to the ground, fractured his skull, and later died.
1: That's the worst. I've read a couple stories like that before. I was like, man. Not only did the guy die, but, you know, the guy that threw the punch is going to be in jail for a long time.
0: For a long time. And what is, like, we always talk about this, and, you know, other practitioners talk about it, too. Like, what's the point of fighting? Like, I've learned since starting jujitsu that I don't want to fight people. Like, like I don't want to use my jiu-jitsu on people. You know what I mean? Like, if if I, I have no ego in fighting people anymore. You know what I mean? Like, if someone wants to be big and bad, yeah, you got it. Yeah, you, you're, you're big and bad, bro. That's fine. You know what I mean? But no, know that I will defend myself if someone comes at me. But it's like road rage. What's the point? Someone cuts me off. Oh, well. Uh, you you like, know,
1: you might find yourself in an interesting situation, and we talked about it. I was telling Travis, me and my wife were at Lowe's, and this guy was coming out of the store while I was going into the store. And he was stealing a weed eater. He just pulled it off the shelf and was walking out. I could tell he was stealing it and, you know, the employees were behind him trying to get him to stop. And I had like this, those splits, you know, those seconds where I was thinking, and I was like, foot trip. Should I just grab this guy? And then I was like, ah, well, what are the repercussions if I grab this guy? You know, and yeah, it bothered me all day, you know, but I was like, yeah, you, you never know. You might be in those type of situations where you can do something about it, but should I know you?
0: Or- that's that's the whole other thing. Right. Is yeah it's nice that we know how to defend ourselves and you know yeah. we, we could probably control most people in gen pop right but you don't but, but you don't know who someone is like you could you could think this person is a is a a like a skinny scrawny dude that oh for sure you know what I mean come to find out he's a cold blooded killer and he's just waiting for someone to turn like turn it on you know what I mean like, and, and, you know
1: people you never are, know. people are weird I met on a, a, a uh martial artist that owns a place out here in town oh yeah probably about a week and a half ago two it's weeks so ago funny. i was looking at buying a vehicle and uh i went and looked at one he was selling he was actually pretty upset with me when i told him i wasn't gonna buy it sent me a nasty email but uh anyway when i was talking to him he said that uh he's comfortable whenever he's in seattle and you know he could fight six or seven people if he Not had true. to walking down the street at one time and i was thinking in my head you're absolutely crazy. <laughs> like, There's no way anyone on on this earth is nope. going to take down six or seven
0: people uh, like at once. No, you know, I, I don't see yeah. that happening. Yeah, no, and not only that, but like what happens when you fall to the ground because someone maybe sucker punched you or something? Like Yeah. Yeah, like, how are you going to fight six, seven people on the ground on your back? Shit, I can barely yeah, defend against yeah. one most nights. I'm like nights. six
1: or seven and I mean he said it with like utter confidence. I was like no way.
0: And and no offense to other martial arts, but that's where that false sense of confidence comes from when you don't practice live sparring, right? Like when you're just like, and maybe I don't know the guy, but I'm sure there's other people out there that are like, nah, bro, I see red. I'll take him out.
1: (laughs) I always think of that video that was... uh out a couple years ago, and I can't remember the guy's name, but he was a high-level um, black belt jiu-jitsu uh, competition guy, and I think it was Brazil or wherever he was oh, at. Oh, yeah, yeah, the On the he motorcycle, yeah. yeah he, you know, got road rage and um, got off his motorcycle, and the other guy was out of his car, and, you know, the he kept going at the guy. The guy was kind of, like, going back. He and, even
0: pulled his gun out and said, Stop, stop. Yeah,
1: he pulled his gun out and told the guy to stop, stop, and he didn't stop, and he ended up shooting and killing him. And I was like, man. Yeah, like, he was a
0: Brazilian world champ. Yeah, I
1: was like, what are you thinking?
0: Like, you know, like. Yeah. jujitsu jitsu doesn't make you invincible, even in that scenario where the guy, you know, got punched and fell to the ground. Like, that could be you. Yeah. In, your your jiu doesn't work when when you, you fall to the ground and crack your skull. You know what I mean? Right. Like, you could be confrontational, like, like oh, I'm just going to go confront this guy. Maybe he cut me off or something like that. And then, bam, you, the guy just, you walk up and he's having a bad day and just straight cold clocks you are right there. Boom, you're dead. Like what's the point, man? Yeah. Like people don't 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 let your ego get in the way. Leave it at the door. <laughs> like Yeah. One hundred percent. Yeah. It's not worth it. It's like sometimes like my wife she'll she'll get a little bit of road rage or something like that. And I'm like, babe, just calm down. Like this it's not it's honestly it's not that big of a deal. Like people people in cars feel invincible and I don't understand it, man, because all it takes is someone to pull up next to you or pull like run you off the road and That shit ends real. I'm I'm glad I
1: learned the road rage at a real young age. I think I was 16 and I had a bad case of road rage and I was talking shit and pointing at the guy and all that. And I was like, pull over, you know, and I pulled over and then he pulled over and he was behind me. When that dude got out of his car, I think he was like 6'6, 300 something pounds. I was maybe a buck 20, 5'5. I immediately lost all the rage that I had over the hits. I'm good. And I uh, put that shit in drive and I took off. And
0: that, that was a lesson for me. I learned right That's there so and there. Funny. Like, uh, never
1: that. Well, that will never happen again. You never know who you're getting fired up with. You
0: know, what's so funny is I had a buddy who was a, a Navy diver when I was in Guam. And this guy was like a martial artist when he was a kid and whatnot. And has like some serious rage. Like, even when we were stationed in Guam, this guy would pull over consecutively and challenge people <laughs> in traffic to come and fight him. Right. Uh, but he told us a story. He's like, yeah, one time I got road rage. I was in my early 20s. And uh, I, I told this guy to pull over. He pulled over, got out of the car, and I was like, I was like I'm i going to beat your ass. I'm going to beat your ass. He's like, that man whooped me up and down the street, <laughs> sat me on my tailgate, and then gave me a speech on why I shouldn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I bet that stuck with him, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, obviously, he didn't because he still tries <laughs> to fight people. Like, but it's true, man. Like He's like, it was some old Marine, and he just beat my ass. And I was like, all right, man, I deserve that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Probably be his best friend now.
0: Yeah, no. And I put it out on our our Instagram story a couple of weeks ago. I think it was. I thought we were going to record sooner, but once again, life happens. Where I was like, "Hey, what are some questions you guys have?" We got a couple. One of them was, "How do you curate uh content to uh, all with all the content that's online? Like, how do you curate it for yourself?" And I thought that was a very interesting question because with YouTube, with all these online academies, uh, you know, Roll TV. Uh, Roy Dean, the Gracie University. I mean, Jiu Jitsu X, BJJ fanatics. like there's just so so much content, and people can honestly be so overwhelmed on where do they start. Like, how do you curate? that content like john how how would you i do that
1: i treat it just like jujitsu honestly i only look for a certain topic or something that i, I want to focus on so if i'm searching that for the internet i won't even look at any of the other stuff yeah. i'll just focus on those pieces and honestly if i find something i like then i'll save it and you know i create like little folders and then i'll go in there and look yeah but that's the same way and i do the same thing with jujitsu like what, regardless of what's going on, what's being taught, I, I will have those things that I want to work on and that's really what I'm trying to focus on and, and that's all I'll do.
0: Yeah, that's that's really good too because I, I was going to kind of say the same thing, right? It, I'll take what's I'm working on or what I'm getting stuck on or something someone else did that I want to counter or learn how to do, right? So yep. it's really scenario-based. If you just go to BJJFanatics.com and you just start scrolling through, you're going to see a million things from well-known black belts to guys you probably never heard of to things you didn't even know existed, right? And you're just going to be so overwhelmed. So if you are looking to curate your own library of techniques from online resources, that I mean, that's like, what do you want to work on? What do you want to get good at? What are you getting stuck at? And what are things that interest you, right? Choose one of those three. Don't just go in there blindly like, I want to download, I want to go buy a new BJJ Fanatics. Like, this sounds great. And then you get it and you're like, I don't know why I bought this.
1: <laughs> so I I really like the BJJ Flow maps. I paid yeah. for those and I like that once you buy it it's yours, you know, and I, it's it's easy on all my Apple devices. And I can go back and I like the way it starts from one position and then it branches off. Yeah, yeah. And so It's I, been so like long that. since
0: I've actually consumed uh jiu-jitsu content outside of Glass, excuse me, outside of class because we were at a point where I was Learning so much in class, I didn't want to take up unnecessary space because if professor showing me it, it's because professor wants me to know it. You know what I mean? So it was like one of those things. Like, well, I could go research some thing that I want to work on, but is that going to help me in what professor is teaching me? and Zach kind of talked about this. Zach Miller kind of talked about this, right? Like, have your game. If you want to work on something, work on that one thing for a month. You know, yeah. pay attention to what's in class, but when it comes to the live sparring go ahead and work on what you want to work on. And I agree and kind of disagree with that because it, to me in like our Academy, like I just said, like if your professor is teaching you something, it's because he wants you to know that right now, when it comes to like promotion or if you're retaining information, if you don't ever use anything that he shows or she shows you, then how do they know that you're retaining what they're teaching? You know what I mean? So that was the only pushback I had on that, but I understand what he's trying to say. Like if I want to get really good at half guard, I need to work on half guard all the time, right? Like I need to force half guard. I need to get stuck in half guard or whatever it is. Right. But if professors teaching arm triangles or heel hooks or something like that, because he wants to everyone to advance in a certain way, it's kind of like, well, Maybe maybe I should pay attention to that too. You know, what do you guys think? How do you guys feel about that? That's a that's a pretty good topic. Would you guys, when you're in class, do you try to focus on what you want to learn, or do you try to implement what you're being taught? You know, mm, and how do you guys and how do you guys pick your online content? <laughs> a lot of times, what's so funny is Gary Tony. Do you know who Gary Tonin is?
1: It sounds familiar.
0: He's a a black belt ONE FC fighter. Under, uh, he was part of the John Danaher Death Squad and uh, he just unfortunately got knocked out during his title fight in 1FC. He, he, was, he was trying to do heel hooks and whatnot, and, uh, but he ended up getting knocked out. Guy just started wailing on him when he was going for some ankle lock, and he posted a picture that had me dying laughing. It was like, it was like black, uh, Instagram black belts, are you trying these techniques before you're putting them out? He's mm. like, there's a whole lot of fake techniques out there that would never work in a live sparring match, but they look cool
1: yeah they I look could, cool i could see that
0: yeah and it, i talked to i talked to a couple of people that have um that are black belts that have you know their own instructionals online and i'm like i'm like man how how do you like get recognized because there's just so much like or do you ever look at these instructionals You're like that would never work and they're like yeah there's a whole bunch of instructionals out there that's like that shit's not gonna work like but well, people put them out, you know, and people buy them. So, well, who
1: was it? It was I think it was Nate that said he, he won't show anything unless he's hit it in a match. Yeah, Remember? yeah, Nathan. And Orchard, I was like, yeah. I like that, right? Yeah, because like, you know it works. Yeah, you know it
0: exactly, works. exactly. So, but John, you got anything else, man?
1: Nah, man, excited to <sighs> uh, get back into training. We'll see how
0: it goes. Hopefully, yeah, I don't throw up you're definitely going to throw up. Oh, we'll try not to. Remember, don't hold your breath. You can still pass out.
1: <laughs> oh, man, yeah, for sure. <laughs>
0: so, hey, thank you guys so much for listening at home. We just wanted to put an episode out there just to give you guys an update on everything that's coming. After this, we're going to go back into our interviews, and we'll be doing the biweekly content, and we'll be also be doing you know, the ads and whatnot for Manscaped. So thank you, guys. Please listen to those. Please use our code, ETP20, at checkout for 20% off and free shipping worldwide, And, uh, yeah, so that's pretty much it.
1: John? No oil checks.
0: (laughs) Oh, guys, thanks for watching and listening. Catch you later.
1: Peace.